Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know in prehistoric times there were tall armadillos, very, very tall, much taller than the ones of today. But unfortunately, they all went extinct because they were all exactly the right height to smell giraffe butts. <laughs> <laughs> Knocked them right out. <laughs> For more armadillo-related facts, to check out our other podcasts and find out how you can access episodes a day early, visit us at patreon.com slash club. Sun's going down in Bonton, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lake. And I'm Michael Sparkman. Today, we're going to be reading chapters 9 through 12, which is the conclusion of Dead Until Dark, the first book in the Southern Vampire series. Previously, Sookie goes on a vampire date to a vampire bar with Vampire Bill, where she meets a bunch of his vampire friends who actually seem a lot nicer than Bill's other vampire friends. Uh, Then she goes on a human date with her human-ish boss, but I guess that vampire date was a tough act to follow, especially since the human date ended with the uh, brutal murder of her beloved grandmother. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of a a mood killer. Uh, After the funeral, she's back with Bill, but then she breaks it off after he murders her uncle. Uh, She gets back with him after the show. He has her uncle murdered. You're right, you're right. After he has her uncle murdered, he didn't do it himself, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd be fucked up. <laughs> uh, then she gets back with him after the townsfolk form an angry mob and burn a bunch of his vampire friends to death. Because relationships are complicated, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently being in a relationship with a vampire also puts you at the disposal of the local vampire government. So when vampire Eric requests Sookie's services, they have no choice but to accommodate him. Hopefully it's not a weird sex thing, because you know how vampires can be. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, I've heard cemetery sex is the best sex. Is that right? Wait, didn't she already do it Wait, in the cemetery? Cemetery? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like... Oh, you're talking about Suki. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, with a corpse? <laughs> Alice. <laughs> no, it's just really quiet. You know, the grass is soft. Peaceful. Yeah. yeah, but you know, there's all the gravestones, so if you're rolling around, you're going to roll over you, you need a grip, though. You don't want a flat surface, right? You need to be able to hold on to things. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, with your toes? <laughs> that's right. And, you know, depending on your belief system, if you're into people watching, then, you know, Oh, that's, that's a good nice. point. There's a lot yeah. of spirits around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they probably appreciate a little little screwing, right? They don't see a whole lot in that graveyard. Yeah, it probably gets really boring. Yeah, because not everyone's out there having cemetery sex, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Until now. Until we promoted it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, dead people. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. If there are any dead people listening, check us out at patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. Yeah, rewrite your will. <laughs> you knew you wanted to leave it all to three random podcasters in Austin, Texas. That's right. Yeah. Armadillo podcasters. Uh, Armadillo podcasters. Mm -hmm. True dad. Chapter nine. Apparently blood makes you more attractive and makes your hair lighter. Yeah, that little dose of vitamin V makes Sookie ready to take on anything, I guess. Apparently. Okay, so why why is Sookie so critical of the appearances of the fangbangers that she meets if they're all supposed to be like... Don't they all get super prettier because they've been drinking blood? The fangbangers don't drink vampire blood. They get drunk. Well, uh, well, what about like the, the the woman with the square butt who worked at the quick stop? Uh, she didn't drink vampire blood. Well, I guess she should have. She would have been hotter. Yeah. Well, see that. See that's the problem. Is I think that in most cases vampires aren't so generous with their blood as Bill is. Oh yeah. 
Or as Long Shadow is. Or as Sakiola Blood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That, that seems like the, the worst possible way to receive vampire blood is having one uh, decay on top of you into yeah, your mouth. Yeah. Well, I mean, if that was your only option, would you do it? Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> but it also said, like, his eyeballs melted. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's all blood in the end, right? I mean, uh, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> I was trying to think, where else could they sell it besides as a like as an illegal drug? How else would vampire blood be useful? Yeah, right. You, you know? could sell it in hospitals. It heals you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Could, you could sell it at like salons because apparently it makes your hair lighter because having lighter hair is more attractive. It's probably some kind of. It probably has some like youth youth providing effects. So I'm sure billionaires would be all over that shit, right? Yeah, yeah right. amazing. Yeah, I'd keep a vampire on retainer if I was a billionaire. Yeah, well, I assume all the vampires are billionaires, right? Hmm. At least at the very least, millionaires. Not the newest ones, but you want the oldest ones, right? Because they're the oldest ones. Their blood is the best blood. Yeah. Yeah. The truest blood. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. So they go to Fantasia, just like Micah mentioned, because Eric wants Sookie to figure out who embezzled $60,000 from them, yeah, which seems it, like a very little amount of money for a certain death. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> $60,000 just doesn't seem... That's a luxury car, right? That's not really like go to another country and hide from vampires for the rest of your life money. Yeah. Like I imagine in rural Louisiana, that's a pretty decent chunk of change, but still to have a bunch of angry vampires. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on if you think that the vampires are paying enough. So let me let me counter that. If $60,000 is a small enough amount of money to vampires, maybe you're thinking, ah, they won't even notice because, you know, you're just doing their books or whatever, right? Yeah, but they love killing people, right? I mean, like, if you eat the last slice of pie out of the fridge that they were counting on eating, they'll kill you. <laughs> That's <laughs> They're just looking for a reason. Blood pie, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, when, when they get there, there's a secret vampire knock. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. What do you think it sounds like? Uh, well, he describes it, right? It's like... Uh... That's not a very good secret knock. No. That's really easy to guess. That'd be like the first secret guess, secret knock I'd guess. Wow, you'd be a good vampire. <laughs> Mine would be just the shave and haircut one. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, <that's laughs> yeah. Well, can you do the vampire nod? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 for, those of, for, for those of us listening who are not sitting in the room... <laughs> Jeff made a really good vampire face. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good, but I can't do it again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great V face. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Suki is tasked with in- using her psychic powers to uh, find the embezzler, and she agrees to do it as long as they uh, handle they don't um, handle the murderer uh, in an irresponsible way. <laughs> yeah, she's making a deal with him. If you turn the person over to the police, she'll read as many minds as he wants, and I think she's getting the worst end of this deal here yeah kind of yeah i mean i don't feel like she's thought it through like being enthralled to a vampire like that for the rest of your life she should be asking for money yeah or blood yeah asking for vampire blood sookie chain fighter stack house is not like super big on the whole thinking things through thing (laughs) that is a very good point she Mm -hmm. she's not known for her like long-term thinking yeah Mm -hmm. Interestingly, she gets to read Eric's mind for a second, which she said was like being plunged into a pit of snakes. It was a good description. I like it. Yeah, it was I liked cool. it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. I like I don't uh, you know, I, I have read these, but I don't remember why this is, so I'm just like kind of guessing. But like I wonder if it's because of the vampire blood or if it's just like something to do with Eric. I don't know. It's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's just got a really readable mind. Very yeah. simple for a vampire. Maybe he's thinking really hard at her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe he's thinking about what a human would be thinking at the time. He's got a little simulated human brain. Oh, maybe. I want to call out one Suki scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Suki scans Bruce, the like guy who works for the vampires that they're currently about to murder. Yeah. If she doesn't read his mind to prove he's innocent. And see, she says, middle-aged and paunchy, Bruce had thinning dark hair that curved in stiff waves across his scalp. He was jowly and small-mouthed. He was wearing a nice suit, beige, with a white shirt and a brown and navy pattern tie. He was sweating heavily. <laughs> Savage, <Wow>. Suki. Suki. <laughs> that is harsh. Like, this guy is probably having the worst night of his whole life. Right? <laughs> I don't. I like. I don't know. What, I don't want to know what Suki would say about me. You know. I think yeah. Right. Really, like, like, da- like permanently damaging to my self-esteem. <laughs> but you said he was wearing a beige suit. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh well, then he deserves death, right? No. Yeah, who wears a beige suit? <laughs> right. <sighs> Well, okay, you work with vampires. You want to be as unappetizing as possible. <laughs> True. Right? So you wear, like, like a beer hat. <laughs> I don't know what's the, the stupidest thing you can wear. <laughs> beer hat. You wear, yeah. you wear rainbow suspenders. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rainbow suspenders are cool. Yeah, but, like, you wouldn't want to eat somebody wearing rainbow suspenders, right? <laughs> Probably I mean, not. It would be like when you're a kid, like those those bomb pops that you would eat. Popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> it would just make it more interesting and fun. This is true, yeah. But she reads different minds, and Bruce oh, yeah. has no idea. Yeah, yeah. Hideous human accountant Bruce is not a thief. <laughs> no, he's not. So they so she they bring in somebody named Ginger next. Yeah, so she didn't know who... She didn't know who did it, but... Uh, or sorry. Ginger didn't do it, but she did know who did, and some was strong, a strong vampire who's vampire magic on her, apparently, right? Right, yeah. She she was hypnotized. She can't say his name. She can't even think him. She has a really extreme reaction to uh, Sookie. Yeah, she like, freaks out. Freaking out, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they bring in the next lady. Um, Ginger's Sookie, bestie. Yeah, Ginger's bestie. And this was a great Sookie scan. I wrote this down. She had <laughs> the sexiest pouting mouth I'd ever seen. <laughs> which is not anything I've ever thought about about a person before. Their sexy pouting yeah. mouth. Yeah, I've, I've seen a sexy mouth before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's mostly a dude thing. And a Sookie thing. <laughs> and a Sookie thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Sookie's actually kind of having fun with this. Like solving this mystery through her her psychic power she's like yeah. oh bring in her best friend <laughs> well, i'm sure after a lifetime of having to like hide that from people it's kind of fun to get to you know go loose yeah. i feel like she should have been doing this all along you know like she should have been a private investigator from like day one mm-hmm. yeah that would make a lot of sense but it turns out that it was long shadow the bartender yeah before she yeah. can even say who did it he like attacks her mm-hmm and then he's super dead. <laughs> yep, Eric stakes him. Yeah, yeah, it's very messy. And it gets in her mouth a little bit. Uh, Gross. <laughs> the description is so disgusting of him dissolving and everything. Yeah, very it, it all goes completely away, though, right? Because it evaporates. Yeah, it, it, like, and it leaves a scorch mark. I don't know if that... Does that mean it burns as it's going away? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that scorch mark was just there before and she didn't notice. Mm, that's good. That's a good point. Maybe they were burning stuff in here. Maybe this is their burning room. <laughs> it was very in, end of Indiana Jones and the um, which one is it? The Ark. The Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant. Oh, sorry, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark with yeah. the their faces melting off. Yeah, yeah, and right on top of her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Long Shadow was stealing the sixty thousand dollars. So we, they get out of there, but Bill is not doing a lot better. Like, there's a minute there where things are looking pretty iffy for Sookie, right? Yeah, he's getting a little rapey there. Yeah, yeah. She finally gets him under control, but it doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. But then Bill talks to her a little bit about vampire economics, which works pretty much exactly how we thought it did. <laughs> <laughs> they rob and murder people, and it's very lucrative. Yeah, right. It's getting harder to murder people now that so many of us are trying to be mainstream. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but you don't have to murder them anymore. You just hypnotize them, have them withdraw a bunch of money from their ATM, and then make them forget it, right? 
Yeah, well, he said that they don't do that anymore because it's more obvious. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Because people now people know there are vampires out there running around. That's a good point. Yeah, they think. Yeah, just they probably think, oh, a vampire stole my money. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. The one thing about them, like coming coming out of the coffin, as they call it, is <laughs> you don't have to reinvent yourself for your bank accounts. Like you can just say, yeah, this is my bank account that I've had for two hundred years or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to pretend you're. Somebody new who inherited it, or yeah, something? your own kid. Yeah, probably, it seemed very right? complicated. You probably have a. You probably would set up a trust and have a lawyer like sign new people onto it. So yeah, why was Long Shadow even working as a bartender then? Uh, it sounds like he was like a sort of partner. He wasn't like just a bartender. He was probably like a business partner with them. Yeah, but I mean, he could have. They could have hired somebody if all the vampires have fat stacks, right? Yes, but you want you probably want a vampire bartender. Also, we know that Eric is some sort of leader among the vampires because he requires vampires in his district or whatever to come and hang out there. So maybe he's just told Longshadow that this is the job he has to do. Could be, yeah. Right. And Longshadow's Long Shadow like, screw that. I'm going to steal $60,000 because I hate this job. Yeah. I mean, you know, he could, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 10. Suki Stackhouse has super strength. Yeah, yeah. The, you know... When when she learned about vampire blood early on, I feel like the powers or the effects of vampire blood were super undersold to her, right? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it'll make you more, like, sexy. No, no, they didn't even say sexy. They, they said it'll, it'll raise your libido and, like, make you, you know, healthier. But they didn't mention anything about superpowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. It makes her really amazingly good at slicing fruit. Yeah. <laughs> and lifting couches. Yeah. yeah to get the, I mean, that's very helpful. It'd be very useful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would you do it? What? what? Drink vampire blood. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah it sounds great. Yeah. There's no downside so far. Not as far as I can see, yeah. I mean, like, maybe you'll take too much and live forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, accidentally become a vampire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I just, I can't figure out why there's not a market for this, except I, except all I can figure is that vampires super don't want people to know that their blood gives everyone superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be my guess. Or they're just worried about them becoming, people becoming more powerful. Yeah, well, and that's well, what, yeah. What, once once they okay. get stronger, they start hunting vampires for more vampire blood. I can see where this goes. You know? Yeah, I mean, if it turns out that that cows really like human blood, that, that wouldn't make me comfortable giving cows my blood. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Once they get a taste for it, they just want more. <laughs> and Sam comes sniffing around Sookie some more. Yeah, now that Sookie's off of Bill, I guess Sam's looking, uh, you know, kind of tasty. Yeah, says she can. She knows he has a boner. I guess that. Part of her amazing new vampire strength that she can tell when a dude has yeah, a that's, boner. That's the downside. <laughs> You're aware of all the boners around you at all times. Every erection in the room mm-hmm. <laughs> on your radar. She's working at the bar and she reads different minds and it looks like her brother Jason is probably going to be arrested for murder. Yeah, you know, like, I guess Sookie did say she was going to do this, but she begins essentially flagrantly violating the privacy of her friends and neighbors, you know? I was yep. just like... This is not okay, you know? I don't know. I feel very uncomfortable with the idea of her just reading everyone's mind all the time, but you know. I, I think though, like if you if you love your brother and you're really worried about him and you're convinced he didn't do it, like using whatever powers you have at your disposal, I, I get it. I understand why she would do it. Yeah, that's true. I feel bad for her though. I still think that reading somebody's, being able to read people's minds is one of the worst possible things I can think of. She goes back to the bar after work. Uh, to talk to Jason and gets drunk and Bill comes in with a human woman. 
Yeah, dude, rude, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a funny part here. I think it's just before this. When Sookie's thinking about the fact that she doesn't have any friends that she can talk to about her vampire relationship, and all mm-hmm. I could think was that anyone who actually cares about Sookie would tell her to get the fuck out of this relationship, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, when, 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 who is it? When Sam pulls down her shirt and they all see that she has like the puncture marks and everything, like nobody's happy about it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she's like, oh, I, can't, I don't have any friends that I can talk to about this. I'm like, that's because all your friends know that this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, it's like, are you going to date a shark? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a vampire, he's okay. But in the grand scheme of things, this is a bad boyfriend, Sookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- d- if you compare the number of times that she's ended, ended up nearly dead, before and after she started dating Bill, then, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It's just very complicated. <laughs> it is a complicated relationship, it's mm-hmm. true. But it's, a, but it's okay that there's a woman there, because apparently Eric dropped her off as a reward for Bill. He's kind of trying to test Bill and see if he, how, how much he is actually into Sookie. How thoughtful. Yeah. Sending a thank you present. Yeah. So Sookie's like, oh, okay, go home, go home, with, go home with my brother. He'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. take care of you. Yeah, sick Jason on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on her. But, uh, so Sookie and Bill have another relationship talk. Well, I, I like the bit there where Sookie is surprised that when Jason offers to do something generous uh, at all. Yeah. Well. <laughs> even, with, even if there's something in it for him, too. She's like, wow, he's, he's helping me. I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> yeah, that, Jason sucks. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Poor Sookie. Yeah. Yep, they have another relationship talk. but About we've... how uh, b- being a vampire girlfriend means Eric gets to do whatever he wants and Eric's also super into her. Yeah, once again, super complicated. Yeah, I I hate when vampire politics interferes in my relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the more vampire blood you have, the more attractive you are to vampires. Which is something that... I wonder if vampires even know that. Because, again, I imagine that there are not many humans who have drunk as much vampire blood as Sookie has at this point. Mm -hmm. So, maybe this is the first timer. No wonder. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Eric staking another vampire is, like, incredibly not done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's out of bounds. He is out of bounds. Uh, Even if the vampire steals from you? I mean, you know, I feel like vampires kill for just about anything, so I'm surprised that's not like death penalty stealing from the vampire. Right. Well, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that, yeah, like, vampires are always threatening each other, right? Like, ah, you know, don't Mm -hmm. touch my girlfriend. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a problem because he is more powerful than Bill. So if... Uh, Eric tried to go after Sookie, Bill would have to try and defend her, and there is, there's a very good chance that Bill would lose. Yeah, well, it sounds like Eric is uh, very old, because like, he's a Viking, and that was, you know, mm-hmm. what, a thousand years ago? thousand, yeah, a thousand years plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's got age, and, and Bill has mentioned that age uh, dictates the strength of a vampire to some degree. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're still talking about the murder, because, of course, they don't know who it is yet. But Sookie thinks that the murderer is the one who also fomented the the vampire burning of the Monroe vampires. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting that despite the fact that there was clearly a person responsible, she couldn't figure out who it was. Like there was no common threat. It just made me think about how you would manage something like that. I guess it used to be a really good social manipulator or something, right? Mm -hmm. Serial killers, I guess, often are uh, good at manipulating people. But yeah, I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. She goes home alone, and somebody throws her dead cat against the door. That's just fucked up, you that know? That was mean. The cat, I mean, I don't know. I just, like, that's out of bounds, you know? It really Killing is. Killing a couple of random people, whatever, but ne- never the cat. Yeah, she should have gone John Wick on that person's ass. That's right. I believe she does. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will find out. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the little tiny conversation they had about 
the phone bill, right? They talk <laughs> about like, I'm going to make a bunch of calls. Aren't you worried about, worried about, like, I'll pay you back for the phone bill. And he's like, I have a calling card. And I was like, oh yeah, this was written in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, nobody has a cell phone? Nobody. Yeah. Later they talk about our phone line being cut. Like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Chapter 11. Sookie babysits for Arlene's kids. And because apparently Arlene is okay-ish with Vampire Bill now. Yeah. Which I still wouldn't be as a parent. I would not be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, she also calls the sheriff about this, this whole situation. And uh, he is not super helpful. I, felt, I was kind of frustrated on her back. Just use the word ligature a lot. Oh, yeah. Probably one of those things where if you say, you say it enough, you forget what the word it means. It is a weird word. Yeah. Ligature. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ligature. The ligature the cat. They use ligatures on the cat. Oh, yeah. The Lig- cat was ligatured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> charted. Mm-hmm. But after Arlene and Renee get back from their date, another vampire appears. <laughs> oh, yeah. And vampire this, elf. What the hell yeah, is going on? This is, and this is my southernism for the episode. Oh, my God. It was the man from Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was Elvis. He was brought over very badly by a vampire who was a fan of his. And apparently he likes to eat household pets. Yes. Yeah. He's not he's, a good vampire. No. He's, he's like brain damaged or something. He's mm-hmm. not good as in like virtuous. And he's also not very good at being a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently he is stupid and impulsive. But Bill has to go out of town and he's getting Bubba, they call him, because he doesn't yeah. like to be called by his real name, to guard her. So, that, yeah, this guy, he's a, he's a he's simple, right? right. Yeah. He's a vampire that's not all there, right? Right. Uh-huh. And... But he's also Elvis Presley. Uh-huh. Yes. What are we saying here? Like, what is what is Charlene Harris saying there? Does she dislike Elvis Presley? No, 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 no. no. They were saying that essentially because of the chemicals. Oh sure, yeah, I get, yeah. I get why you know something happened to him. But why would you, why would you have a vampire Elvis and then have him be like this violent simpleton? Because <laughs> it's funny. It, it is pretty funny. And I think she likes him because. Um, I mean, remember she went to college in Memphis, which is the home of Elvis. So I'm sure she toured Graceland and. Went down to Beale Street while they were playing his music. I'm sure they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I thought it was fun. It was pretty fun. It's a yeah. fun choice, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's just out of left field. I was like, what? what? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And uh, apparently, yeah, he's the guy that uh, Bill is putting on security detail while he's going away on business. Yep. Yeah. That's an interesting choice. It is. But I guess if he's, if you know that Bubba is loyal to Bill, it's not the worst choice because, like, all he has to do is hang out around her house and make sure nobody gets to her. And not forget that he's supposed to be guarding her and not kill her. her. I mean, sure, <laughs> it's he gets not impulsive. Ideal. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, <laughs> I just feel like having a vampire who was loyal to Bill and not uh, slightly crazy would be a better option. But, you know. Arlene is mending fences. Even her ex-husband slash current squeeze Renee likes Bill, and he had a huge prejudice against vampires because his sister had dated one. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I guess they're okay now. I guess Bill is one of the good ones. You know, he's not like the other vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, I guess Sookie starts to realize that Sam could totally be a suspect, too. Right. And it's starting to feel like anyone could be a suspect. Like, there is literally no useful information at this point. I feel like the police are not doing a very good job in this situation. No, they're not. I think Sam is sus as fuck. Like, she can't read his mind. Yeah, that's true. He can he can keep her out like nobody else. And she hasn't been able to read the mind of anybody who has killed them. So Also true. Yep. But she also can't read the mind of Bill, a person that we know has killed at least three people at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, two and a half. 
I mean, we know he's killed lots of people before. I know, like, yeah. he like, kills people all the time, and he talks about it like, yes, I kill people all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm hungry. But so he never suspects him. Do you kill a pizza? Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't suspect him because he's so good at vampire sex. That's true. Yeah, speaking of, when she goes home, she has no vampire to bone, so she's like, she doesn't know what to do with herself. Right. Yep. Bored. Antsy. Yeah. So when Jason calls and, or no, when when uh, someone says that Jason calls to have her out for a drink, she figures, oh, you know, I'm not boning a vampire, I may as well, right? Mm-hmm. Go back to Merlot's. Yeah. But when she gets there, Jason isn't actually there, and the guy who called Terry Belfleur, which he sometimes fills in as um, as bartender, he's having he's having a rough time of it, and he says he didn't call, so she doesn't know what's going on there. I, I also want to point out, and this is, uh, we'll, we'll talk about why this is relevant later, but she talks about how sick she is of all the pregnant dogs hanging around Merlot's. I <gasps> thought about that, yes. too. Yeah. I mean, that's awfully judgy, first of all, but yeah. <laughs> I caught that. Yeah, interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's, let's, let's hold on to that thought and yeah, hold yeah. in the plot a little bit. <laughs> yeah. She finds a stray dog and decides to take him home with her. Yeah, I, I was like, is this a thing you do? Just, like, pick up a random stray for the night? Because, I mean, I'm guessing she's not thinking she's going to keep this dog long term, right? I mean, maybe mm-hmm. she just lost her cat. Maybe she wants another pet. That's that's fair. She mm-hmm. makes a half-assed attempt at naming it. She's like, Buffy, Rover. <laughs> I was like, dude, these are terrible yeah, names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe she wanted to feed Bubba. You know, it was like bring him a nice a nice gift for helping her out. Oh, uh, that's a good point. Oh. Then I just guess she didn't have to worry about keeping the dog long-term, right? Mm-hmm. But she undresses in front of it. It sleeps in her bed. And then in the morning... It's Sam. It's her boss. Yeah, wow. the d- dog is in fact her boss, who's extremely naked, by the way, in her bed. Yeah, very uncool. So I mean, I know I, I can be a little touchy about these relationship things, but this seems a little bit not okay to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, no it's, kidding. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I do. I, I have to say, I thought it was really funny the way she described him, sunny side up. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly what that means. But I've never heard it said that way before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, to be this crosses all kinds of boundaries. Like this is, uh-huh. I mean, this is sort of like let's send Sam to jail now, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But yeah. She sort of takes it in stride, more or less. I yeah. mean, she, she's like kind of annoyed. Oh, Sam. She's dating a person who literally kills people, so maybe her uh, threshold for what's wrong is yeah. a skew. I would feel so violated though, like especially him watching her change clothes the night before. Yeah. Like, there's. Yeah. He didn't have to do that, right? Yeah. Even if he was doing this dumb plan of sneaking into her car and sneaking into her house to watch over her, he didn't have to like be all pervy about it. No. Yeah. He's not being a good person, I don't think. Nope. Like, it's gone beyond being a bad boss to just being a bad human slash shapeshifter. Yep. So, yeah, he's a shapeshifter. He can turn into anything, and he has to do it at the full moon, but he can do it at other times as well. But he can only turn into the last animal he saw, which still seems like a pretty solid ability to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I bet there have been some accidents where, like, he's about to shapeshift, but, like, a fly buzzes in front of his face. And, like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> I think that would be cool. To be a fly. fly. I would love to be a fly for temporarily, you know. It's, it's awfully risky. All their eyes. Like, what if someone swats you? Or you get eaten by, like, I feel like flies have a very tenuous existence. I would stay away from frogs. What do, you, do, you, okay. do you age at the rate that a fly ages while you're a fly? Ooh. Oh, that's a good so question. If you're a fly for an hour, do you age a year or something? Uh, you come back and you're just like suddenly much older. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's a good question. What animal would y'all be? Uh, dolphin. Mm, pineapple. <laughs> what? Pineapples are cool. <laughs> uh, but they're also not animals. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Uh, platypus. Yeah, that would be re- a platypus. Yeah. That's a good one. one. Yeah. Venomous hind spurs. Spur, whatever. Spur. Mm, yeah. yeah. What about you, Al? Cool. 
Oh, I would definitely be a bird of prey. Oh, mm. yeah. Which one? Uh, I would love to fly. Um, gosh, I've always been really partial to red-tailed hawks. Oh, I yeah. think that'd be pretty cool. Just yeah. up there, scree! Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> so good. Well, that's what did, they did sound did like. Did a bird just fly in? <laughs> <laughs> It's a really good invitation. Listeners, in case you were curious, that was not actually a blood tail hawk in the room with us. <laughs> Red tail hawk, sorry. Yeah. That was Alice. So he realizes that science cannot explain shape shifters, so science must not explain vampires. Yeah. It's not a virus. They're really dead. And she has what I think would be a very normal reaction and totally barfs. No, I I, I, I disagree. I think I think it is I think the fact that Sookie's biggest takeaway from this is that, that vampires aren't just victims of this obviously ridiculously made up virus that yeah. makes you allergic to garlic and silver and immortal and also mind control and you can fly. I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Did dude. Some, did you really believe this? Really? Probably not. But I also would raise a point of argument if I had been in this room, you know, uh-huh. if I had been, if I had snuck into Sookie's house naked, which is apparently the way you have a conversation with Sookie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say like, of course he's alive. Look at him. He's walking around. He's clearly alive. But also dead. Well, he's not dead. He's just like, Something happened to him, but like dead things don't walk around and talk and, and make sweet, sweet love to you. That's true. Mm. So like, what's your definition of alive here? His heart doesn't beat, but you know, neither does Dick Cheney's. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Although like, that's not a very good argument. If he could be a vampire. If they're alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say like, do they have a soul? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So while they're sorting out Sam's whole deal. Okay. Uh, at Sam's whole deal. How does his brain work? Because clearly he's like perving on Sookie while he's a dog. Yeah. But his brain is in like a little dog brain case, which doesn't have room for a frontal cortex. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and apparently he bangs uh, dogs when he's a dog. Right. There's all those pregnant dogs. Uh, that was a throwaway line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I mean. They can't it, be like. Is, I mean. Is that why Sam never has a girlfriend? Because like, whenever he like, gets an itch, he just like. That's why he leaves the dumpster open because it tracks all the <laughs> dogs. Oh my god. He brings all the ladies to the yard so he's like, yeah, get some. Well, maybe he can't keep a relationship because he only likes having sex in one position. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's right. Maybe. So maybe when he's the animal. Okay. Maybe when he's the animal, he thinks more like the animal and, and has like animal ish. Like instincts and so on. That's what I was wondering. But she talks to him and she's like, Should I call you Buffy? And he's like, No. Oh, that's <laughs> well, well, oh how about, you know, uh, Thunderstrike? He's, he's like, mm, Yeah. <laughs> bark, bark, that's cool. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like he's, it seems like he's got a, his own personality in there. I just wonder how the brain works. He does. Other than magic. Because he says he's there to protect Sookie, but as a dog, he sticks his nose up her skirt. Which is, again, like, why is this okay? And Suki's like, you better stop that. And he's like, hey, hey. And like, dude, what the fuck, man? It's not only is that a person, that's your boss. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to see your boss's lipstick. That's just gross. Oh, gosh. <laughs> she already has, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I just and this is such a small bit picky stupid thing, but they talk about her putting the the like cloth thing in her hair over her ponytail. Uh-huh. What is that called? Scrunchy, yeah. right? They she, they write it S Q U N C H Y a scrunchy. I thought it was a scrunchy. Is it not a scrunchy? Whoa, I, I missed that. I didn't yeah. see that. That's I've never heard it called a scrunchy before. Scrunchy. Okay, that's the most unbelievable thing in this whole book. <laughs> right, <so far>. I know. <laughs> the, the, yeah, this broke my immersion. You know? <laughs> a scrunchy. A scrunchy. Maybe they call that. Page 226. In, in Louisiana. 
Yeah, it's, it's actually, squanchy. It's actually hard to say squanchy. Like that's a that does that is an awkward word, mm. huh? I think that was just a the editor missed out on that one. Yeah, yeah that, it's funny how the it's funny how Suki is so accepting of all these weird mind games that almost everybody she knows plays with her. Mm-hmm. It you know I, all I can say is that she is more or less uh, completely unaccustomed to human relationships. Like she because of her her psychic thing she doesn't have normal relationships with people period so you assume she has the emotional maturity of like a you know 15 year old or something yeah she doesn't have anybody to tell her otherwise now that Grand's dead that's a good point she's got jason and she's got arlene who both have their own things going on and their own flaws Mm -hmm. so she has to kind of feel her way i guess which is sad andy belfleur shows up there has been another victim yeah sadly yeah so so there's another murder and he immediately shows up to sookie's house like, this is where he comes to... <laughs> I mean, I guess at this point, he just assumes that these murders are all Sookie-related. Yeah, why did he come here? That's what I'm saying. Like, the, his first stop is to report to Sookie? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Well, she's, you know, she's the, the Grand Central Station of, like, vampire or paranormal stuff going on in Bon Temps right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he does... I, I, I guess, ostensibly, he's there to ask if she knows where Bill is, because he's, like, Bill's, Bill and Jason, I think he asks where both of them are. And she's yeah. like, Bill's out of town. He's like, you sure? And she's like, I don't know where Jason is. He's like, aha, Jason then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And she, <laughs> Suki invites him to take a nap at her place, which I think I would never do in this situation. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's starting to be super weird. Yeah, hey, I wouldn't have a nap? my house. Yeah, that, like that a person, person that you don't know super yeah. well, you know? You no, know, I have no idea where my murderous brother is. Do you want to go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have them in your house in the first place. Yeah. When they head back to Merlots, Sam and Sookie, Jason is unconscious in his truck in the parking lot with an unmarked tape next to him. Mm. And uh, Sookie calls the ambulance, which is not a necessarily a bad instinct, but uh, this was clearly mm-hmm. uh, going to lead to trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, uh, they come arrest uh, Jason. At the hospital. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chapter 12. Suki meets up with Jason's lawyer and finds out that Jason hooked up with the victim, the woman who had just died the night before, and there's a tape. That's the tape. Dude. So dumb. Dude. Like, at this point, twice now, that has been evidence. Why would you make another one? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't even care if he did anymore. I just want him to be arrested because he's stupid. Yeah. Uh, he should ridiculous. stay at home with a live webcam on him at all times to... He should move into the freaking police station. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does end up well, in the police station. I guess he does. Yeah, he gets the there eventually. He to. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it's funny that when Sookie hears what happened, she calls Bill on his business trip and leave a message. And I feel like cleaning up legal messes is exactly Bill's area of expertise. It's like the damnedest thing. Freak tornadoes just keep killing everyone who attempts to arrest Jason. This is bizarre, but maybe we should just let him go. You know? uh, I love this hotel that she talked to. The the what was it called? The blood on the blood in the quarter. Blood in the quarter. Blood yeah. in the quarter. Yeah, <laughs> and then he calls it the blood in the quarter. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, 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 she's like, call, I'm calling for one of your guests, like Fang or was it human? <laughs> Fang or human? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's Fang. Cool. Okay, hold on a sec. She has to leave the super trashy message. <laughs> this is Sookie Stackhouse <laughs> in Bon Ton. My brother got arrested. Can you give me a call? Good. Yeah, done. Gone and been arrested. Yeah, give me a call. She also calls uh, the lawyer, gets right, the right. lawyer involved, uh, who fills her in on the whole situation. Um, yeah, basically, like, 
Sid Lancaster tells her that, hey, this is uh, not looking good for Jason. No. And then he starts, like, revealing that he is not at all as imp- impartial about his opinions about vampires and so on. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of hate this guy a little bit, you know, just because the way he's talking, I guess. Yeah. I mean... We kind of agree with him, you know, on the merits, right? Because he's, <laughs> I mean, he's sort of churchy about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's more just like, you know, oh, the the God disagrees, the God hates vampires kind of thing. Which, you know, but he might. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Do seem it's possible evil. God hates vampires a little bit, yes. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Either way, this discussion doesn't lead to much uh, progress, although Suki does decide to bail Jason out. Um, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She puts Jason's house up for her. Collateral. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, she finally made a pretty good decision there. I think that's mm-hmm. a good idea. Yeah. Agreed. When she goes back to the house that night, Bubba finds somebody sneaking around it, but he doesn't catch that person, which is a huge bummer. Yeah. Which Great. makes me think that Great it has Bubba. to be another vampire because how how could a regular human get away from a vampire? Yeah, I was just right? thinking like e- either Bubba is a crappy vampire, which is entirely possible, or yeah, there's something strange going on with the person who got get away because. How will see it away from a vampire? They can fly, they can run very fast, and they're super strong. Or Bill told Bubba to not to accidentally not catch them. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm. This, this guy works for Bill, not Sookie. That's True. a good point. But this guy does live off animal blood, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Which means vampires can live off animal blood. Yes. So why do they have to wait for this synthetic blood to to come out in the open if they could why don't they set up like, you know, a sheep pen? And draining the sheep off and, and like breed, like, you know, we breed chickens with giant mutant breasts to, uh, to make lots and lots of meat for and us. Six right? legs. And six legs. And six legs, like chicken pillars. They're yeah, just exactly. like head to butt chicken with all like thousands of legs. Right. We breed those and sell them at KFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't the vampires breed like super high blood producing animals so that they don't have to be creatures of the dark and hunted and feared. So Bill actually addresses this. He says that one of the reasons that Bubba is like a little off is because he survives on animal blood. He said drinking animal blood has done weird things to him too. So oh. I think it's not as compatible or nourishing, whatever you want to say, for vampires. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, okay. I thought it was yeah. just the uh, whatever drugs the king was on. That Well, that that I think is what started it. And he said, he basically said like drinking... Surviving primarily on pet blood has made him less reliable or has not made him any more reliable or something like that. Yeah, I think they said made him even more unstable. Yeah. But even then they could set up like human farms, right? Yeah. To generate blood. Or or, they could have, before there was the synthetic blood, there was a lot of stuff they could have done if they really wanted to mainstream. I mean, I think there's, uh, aren't they able to do, to generate blood using pigs or something like that. I think it's like a thing where like pigs... You can, you can make... I think you can make transplantable plasma with pigs or something. Yeah, so I wonder but if it's you, not it's not all the cells, I don't think, so... It wouldn't be a, a, a huge leap to go, you know, human blood through pigs kind of thing, I bet, right? I mean, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. You can genetically engineer pigs to grow human organs. Like, I think they grew an ear on a pig. Yeah. Uh, Why not? I don't think there's a lot of vampire scientists, because they tend to be old, right? That's mm. true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, shit, Eric probably still believes in like the humors. <laughs> that's a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not looking well. Your bile must be out of whack. <laughs> the evening after that, she hears a yowl outside. Bubba's gone. Her phone's dead and her rifle is missing. So this is bad news bears for Sookie. Yeah, this is definitely like horror movie situation at this point, right? Yeah. It is. It was very creepily written. Yeah. She tries to get into the woods. She has to hide in a tree from whoever it is who's hanging around the house. And it looks like Bubba was poisoned by a cat. So, how do you drink? What do you think about Sookie's idea of running into the woods for this? 
as opposed to staying in the house? Um, I think it's all right, actually, because you, it's easy to get lost in the woods. Yeah. It's hard to get lost in a house, especially if the guy's already been in the house. Yeah, well... And if they're waiting for her to run out to get to her car. Yeah, I, I guess I just feel like the woods is a place that is much lo- more likely for you get, to get caught by the person who's chasing you than in your own house where you can lock doors and barricade things and so on. Well, it feels like, it feels like if the guy has all night, then you're just trapped there, right? Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. If you can get out, what you really want to do is get around people. But getting, getting out in the woods where you can run, at least... It seems like a reasonable plan to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one. It, I, I have to say that like Sookie kind of proves my point when she runs and immediately trips over like a, a yeah. stump in the woods and then <laughs> makes a big sound and it's like, oh, you found me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she does recover and, like you said, get up a tree, but uh, again, kind of trapped, right? If you're up a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think if you can f- if you can figure out where the other person is located. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like she could have just. She, when she was up the tree, she saw the guy go walking by, right? Yeah. Jump so in. she could have just, no, she could have just stayed in the tree mm-hmm. all night. Oh, oh right? yeah, that's a good point. The guy would have wandered off in the woods. Well, the idea was she figured out where they were and then she tried to get down out of the tree and run to the car, but wasn't able to yeah. get there for some reason. I, I think that was her mistake because she could just wait up the tree for an hour and then the guy was, yeah. walks well, around for an hour because he can't find her in the dark. Yeah. Right. And then well, in the woods, there's a lot of trees. It's not like she's gonna ch- he's going to check that tree. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been a good plan. Whereas if she was just hiding in her house, eventually he's going to find her. That's yeah. what I think. That's a good point. Yeah. Also, she's psychic. So uh, that that's helpful in avoiding people in the dark. I mean, it is and it isn't. I mean, she she uses her psychic abilities to figure out who this is. Yep. Uh, and it's Renee Lanier, Arlene's ex-husband slash yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. The, the one character who had no other purpose in the narrative. <laughs> I suppose so. Well, I mean, what? There, I would say there's a lot of those. Like Hoyt. Hoyt's another random person right yeah yeah but he's he's not he's a smaller character right he's only yeah. they only mention him like twice yeah i suppose that's true yeah i was actually thinking about this like the there's the mayor the mayor doesn't have much purpose except to show kind of that this, the town respects grand mm-hmm. yeah um but other than that it's just this guy is the guy that pops up in several scenes but doesn't do anything yep i was fine with it though i thought it I mean, was... it's it's fine it's, yeah. it's a genre thing it's it's normal yeah. mm-hmm. but I, I guess Learning who he is isn't actually super helpful to Sookie, though, right? Right. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, if I survive tonight, then I can tell the police. (laughs) Right. She runs to the cemetery and fights him. Yeah. He he makes his last mistake. (laughs) Getting in a knife fight with Sookie Stackhouse. That's right. She raises his mind that he killed his sister, but he... um, I I guess I appreciated that she was... um, When she got back into a corner, she fought back. Yeah. That was was good. I was totally expecting her to be rescued yeah. by Bill or maybe Sam or something, or even Jason or yep. whatever. But no, it didn't happen at all. She, yeah, she grabs just, she, rec- she rescued herself. Yeah, she grabs his knife, stabs him, and gets away to Bill's house and calls 911. Yeah. I do have to say, I did have a little problem with it because she stabs him once. And I've heard that it's really, really hard to kill somebody by stabbing. Like, she would have had to have done it multiple times to get him as incapacitated as he was, probably. I think That's he, probably true. What, what happened is she stabbed him, and it freaked him out, and then he starts, like, walking in a circle, and he just bleeds to death. Yeah, well... well he, not to death, but till he... Oh, yeah, until he collapses. Yeah. I think he, like... Yeah. I think he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean... I think, to Alice's point, like, a single stab wound isn't likely to cause you to bleed out that fast. But maybe not. I don't know. I've never been stabbed before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how big the knife is. Yeah. And it, I guess it depends on what you hit with when you stab him. Because yeah. she did mention she stabbed him in his, you know, organy bits. Yeah. yeah. She stabbed him in his waist angling upwards. So mm-hmm. could have punctured along or something. Yeah. If she got his diaphragm, he would have died, right? Yeah. yeah. Good for good for Sookie. Yeah. 
She wakes up in the hospital and Renee has confessed everything. It The whole thing started with him killing his sister during an argument because she was with a vamp and she had given this vampire so much blood that Renee thought she was going to turn. They had a big argument. He killed her. He had sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just started going after all the other women who were dating vampires. He was super unhinged. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess a uh, good thing he confessed everything. Because Sookie didn't finish him. She should have finished him. I think she should have killed him. You know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, she's hanging out in the hospital. She gets visits from JB and Jason and Arlene. Bill shows up that night. He's back from New Orleans. But she refuses to take blood from him for healing because she says she's been changing. Wait, so what is what does JB come by? Like, like I, I get Andy comes by. He takes a statement, whatever. Hot doctor comes in and checks her out. But yeah, why, why is JB there? That's just like a, a weird first guess to have. Uh, my, I can only guess from a narrative standpoint that either he was originally intended to be a red herring uh-huh. or a potential suspect because uh-huh. he lived next to Dawn. Oh, yeah. Or uh, it was just for this little jokey thing where uh, Suki, uh, with her face smashed in, laying in a hospital bed, hooks him up with her doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking out, Suki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so, so when Jason comes by, he is not... not very cool about it like no. I think it sucks. he's like thanks so much for standing in for me with friend fighting renee and she's like what fuck you dude i almost died yeah, yeah. what he was chasing sookie he wasn't after jason yeah, yeah. i know right and arlene was apparently coming in ready to be mad at sookie about this i was like dude dude come yeah. on man yeah you were married to this guy like surely and now you're dating him surely you know there's something fucked up there wow She's like, yeah. I don't know. You always wanted me to suck on an ice cube and lay really still and get sex. Suki just needs better friends. Kept making me wear my sister's apron <laughs> or his sister's apron. Yeah. Oh, office. Yeah. Also, she gets like a whole slew of hospital plants, which is a weird. I just think it's kind of a weird thing. I know it's a thing, but I don't understand why that's a thing. Uh, well, the hospital rooms are grim and unpleasant, and flowers are nice, and it's a way of showing you. They're thinking about something, and in the case of Eric, you know exactly <laughs> yeah. what he's thinking because he sends her a vagina flower. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it's funny because Sam, sent, safe, reliable Sam sends her a potted plant, and Eric sends her a giant, like, pussy flower. It's like, okay, man. Holy shit, dude. Like, okay, I, I mean, Eric, I get that you're not, like, empathy is not your strong suit after a thousand years of undeath or whatever, but, like, read the room a little bit. <laughs> I just say, you know, if I, if I end up in the hospital, you can just send me video games. You know, I'll take video games over flowers. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah in lieu that. of flowers, please send video games. Yeah, I'll take candy. Yeah, candy's good. Yeah, yeah hospital candy. Tips, treats. I thought about I, I thought about food stuff, but I feel like in hospitals, they often don't let you bring in outside food if you're, like, in a serious condition. Me. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. my only experience in the hospital was giving birth, but... They didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. My, my experience has always been like, they, they want them to eat. Eating mm. is good. Eat all you want. Don't go on a diet. All right. So cheeseburgers all the way all the way around? Yeah. They're okay. in favor of it. Okay. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm Cheese, not a doctor. Cheeseburgers and, video, cheeseburgers and video games then. Thank you. Huh. Uh, but speaking of Eric, we find out Bill ran for office and is now a vampire <laughs> investigator to make it harder for Eric to interfere in his personal life. Yeah. <laughs> this is silly. This is pretty silly. Fifth area investigator, whatever that means. Yeah, because how do you think the fifth area is? I don't know. It, it could be like the fifth area in Louisiana. It could be the fifth area in North America. It could be the fifth area in the galaxy. I, I We may find out in the future. I don't know. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so why do you think... So why... 
Do you think Sookie should have turned down Bill's blood in this situation? No. Right? This is crazy. Yeah. This is the situation. Like, of all the things that have happened, this is definitely the situation where she'd be like, all right, give me some of that blood. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. How about some of that good, good vampire yeah. blood for your girl? And then, and maybe like, maybe she won't end up with like a broken nose permanently or something like that. Yeah. I mean, some of these things are like going to mess you up for, for a long time. Right. Yeah. She probably has some kind of internal damage that you, that would, it would be good to magically heal. Broken ribs suck, and they take forever to heal, and they always hurt. Ugh. Yeah, I, I imagine like the day after this, when like she starts to swell up and all the bruisings are really hurting, she's like, "Never mind, Bill. Never mind." Yeah, come, come back. Here. Change my mind. Bring me some of that vampire blood. Mm-hmm. Sookie asks Bill not to kill Renee, and Bill says specifically, "I won't kill him." <laughs> <laughs> but I did hear about a tornado warning. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the flood waters are rising awful fast. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, dude, <laughs> come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also Dog Sam and Vampire Eric are there. I thought that was a fun ending yeah. to the book. Eric flies past the hospital. That was that was so silly. I thought it was great. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for Dead Until Dark. What do we think? I so okay so. Again, when I read these the first time, I, I was reading them around the same time as the Anita Blake books. So I was, I forgot how funny these are. Like I, because I, the Anita Blake books are like grim and like serious and a, a little cheesy for being so. Uh, I forgot how these are just like, they're a lot more, I guess they're more fun than I remembered. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was fun. I liked it. I, I think that there, I have some criticisms of the writing, but the ideas were cool. I, I thought that. Like the core idea of this intersection between this kind of like small town Louisiana, like uh, I don't want to say redneck. What do you say? Like, Just very deep south C- country yeah. folk. Deep south, yeah, country folk society with like the terrifying gothic horror of vampirism uh, is really entertaining. It's well done, and it's uh, it was it was fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, how do you think this compares to Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like yeah. the, this, the normal world is is bordered on by like the paranormal world. Yeah. But I found this to be just clever a little bit than Harry Potter. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but the Harry Potter, of course, written for kids, and this is written for uh, horny moms in an airport. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. They're 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 fun. Um, I I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I don't remember where this goes. Like I I I don't remember how many of these. How many of these I've read, and I don't remember where all this all of this goes. But I assume there will be some like, you know, shifty romance switching between people and so on. I have to admit, I was a little nervous when we started this because I I adored the Harry Potter books, and going through and really dissecting them as part of our podcast, check out MWA, um, made me realize how many gaping massive flaws there are in the Harry Potter books. But I feel like the Sookie Stackhouse books are holding up to stricter scrutiny. Like they are genuinely good. They are genuinely funny. Um, it's been, it's been interesting and fun for me to kind of read this from a different perspective instead of just, you know, reading casually. Mm-hmm. I've been enjoying it and I'm really pleased by, by how solid they are. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. Um, this is only the first one and I, and I, and I am, Curious to see where they go because they could get uh, a little bit silly. You yeah, know, a lot of stuff happened in this book, right? That is it's true. not a long book, and there's vampires and vampire politics, and there's shapeshifters, and there's like 
vampire drugs and then there's psychics psychic oh yeah there's psychics sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's this whole world and i think she just she she creates this town of bon Temps so well and it's cool because i don't think there's i mean I, i'm trying to think of other book series that take place in like rural america like small towns you know yeah i don't know mm. yeah so it's fun that that crossover between small town deep south and and fantasy these fantastical creatures it's really great yeah i'm looking forward to the next one too yeah my, my main knock so. is that the the plot felt kind of arbitrary you know like yeah. I, I mentioned that i thought renee was just a character who was only there to be the bad guy mm-hmm. he just keeps showing up and also the the way the sookie scans where she meets a new person and then she draw, writes like a a screenwriter casting call description of what they look like and then <laughs> never talks about it again yeah that was just sort of inartful yeah so but like, I think she has a really strong voice and the characters pop out of the page and, and it's funny, like you said, like intentionally funny, mm-hmm. which uh, J.K. Rowling's books are, are sometimes intentionally funny and sometimes not. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were you, do, did you uh, find yourself predicting the, the murder at all? I'm just curious. I saw the TV show. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, did that happen in the show? Yeah, just yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the TV show starts out somewhat true to the, the story and I, I don't remember where it diverges but okay. yeah the first major arc of the tv show is more or less the same mm-hmm. yeah I, I was trying to think to guess who would have been to think who i would have guessed it would have been um and i probably would have guessed either the mayor or renee i yeah. would have gone for sam the entire time oh yeah 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 that's the one thing that has happened though reading this with you guys is looking at it because i hadn't really thought before how problematic sam's actions are but damn sam yeah come on man he's a creep man <laughs> yes he is. i mean and I know, I know, on the other hand, she's into it, right? Yeah, like I was going to say, like, she, like clearly this, he's, like, a romantic interest here. But, like, man, a lot of red flags there. Yeah. yeah. And there were some things, too, that I wasn't crazy about. Like, there was a point when Bill was like, well, if you dress that sexy, I may not be able to help myself. And I'm like, no, that's, that's not, not how not it's okay supposed to, to work. Yeah. 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 You're so hot, I may just have to rape you. Like, come on. No, man. Come, come on. on. Come on, dude. Yeah. But overall, super solid. Yeah, I've been fun. enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm really happy. I was worried because there were no um, wizards or togas. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, <laughs> Well, there's, there's a lot more books, so there's still still time for <laughs> yeah. wizards and togas to show up. I oh. mean, who knows? There might be an ancient Roman vampire showing up. Oh, I love those. Before too long. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we're actually going to be going on to the second book in the Sookie Stackhouse series, which is Living Dead in Dallas. We'll be reading chapters one through three. The, the namesake of our podcast. The namesake of our podcast, right? This is Living Dead in Dallas. Guys, we should go to Dallas and record it there. Oh, yeah. Just for the authenticity. <laughs> totally. Living Dead in Austin, in Dallas. Live in Dallas. Live in <laughs> Dallas. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. You can also check us out on social media. I am Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I am Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. Please share this with anybody who you think will like us. Please give us good reviews, especially on iTunes. Please check out our other podcasts, which are The Dragon Reread, which follows the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan, and MWA Muggles with Attitude, which is the Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. Good, good night, night, sucker. <laughs> <laughs>